Hi friends, Robert Imbriali here. Welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. So happy to be able to spend some time with you uh, this week. I was uh, watching a video as I often do and it sparked something in me that I hadn't thought of before. And I wanna share that with you because I think uh, it might be the light that we've been looking for sort of at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's been uh, grim here probably for the past year, 18 months or so, um, with everything that's been going on with COVID and, and election fraud and, and you name it, all this kind of stuff going on. It's just really scrambled uh, our society uh, in a big way. And I've seen a lot of people really struggle through it. As you know, you probably have family members that have struggled. Some of you have lost family members. I've lost friends. I've lost, uh, it's just like, it's amazing if you go back 18 months and see what has happened in the last 18 months. Well, we're still standing, we're still here. And I think there's finally some good news on the horizon. And uh, as we know, if you follow law of attraction, how I many of you follow law of attraction, right? Law of attraction always says you get more of what it is you focus on, right? Like attracts like, that's sort of the concept of law of attraction in a nutshell. There's more to it, but I'll just give you a quick overview of it. And one of the things that is very prominent when you talk law of attraction, whatever you push against, in other words, whatever you don't want, you push against, you're actually giving it energy and making it stronger. That's kind of interesting, right? And the reason is because you're focused on it. You focus on all these things you don't want. You know, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this. And, and it's like what you're doing is you're vibrating there and you're sending out a signal that you actually want more of that stuff because none of this stuff understands the negative. So if you say, I hate beans, I hate beans, I hate beans, I don't want to see any beans, all you're going to see all around you is beans because you're vibrating beans, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing concept. And when you get it, you kind of understand it. It's okay. So what I need to do is not focus on what I don't want, I want to focus on the things that I do want. Okay, so let's get back to reality here. Let's see how that applies uh, to what's going on right here, right now for all of us because we're going through these very difficult, challenging times. And, uh, you know, there may be some bigger light at the end of the tunnel than maybe we're aware of. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit today. I can go deeper. I could probably spend hours on a podcast with you, but I, I don't uh, like to do that. I like to respect your time, give you some sound bites, give you some things to think about, and uh, you know, move on to the next one. So what I was thinking about the other day is listening to this video, and they were talking about all the stuff that's going on and all the challenges. And I said, all of these things are connected, right? So we have COVID, we have vaccine, we have shutdowns, we have... Uh, we have that, you know, all, all the election stuff, all of the fraud that's coming up, all the, the audits that are going on, all of this stuff is all connected. It's part of the same ball. And it's interesting because if, and I really believe we're going to get there, as more and more of this becomes exposed, we're going to have a cleaning, right? These people who did wrong or wrong, did a lot of wrong stuff uh, are going to be held accountable at some point. I know it hasn't happened yet. In other words, we haven't seen it happen yet. We assume it's happening. We assume it's going to happen. It hasn't quite happened yet. And I think the reason is, is because it's much bigger than any of us would have ever imagined, right? We're starting to see uh, the level of corruption is unprecedented, uh, never happened before at this level. We always had this vision, and certainly I did, uh, that, you know, the United States, we're kind of, we're, we have a little bit of corruption, but it's just at this low level, not a big deal, right? And now the layers are being pulled back, the curtain's being pulled back, and you're really getting to see that it's everywhere. It's in every industry, everywhere. And you can see the government completely overreaching with their powers. So I was on a call with a friend last week, uh, my friend Adam, and uh, he, were he and I were talking about why did I shift 
Coach's Corner to be talking about this stuff rather than coaching. And I said the reason was is because I really got to a point where it boiled over for me, right? It became too important to ignore. In other words, when they shut down our business last March, it was a wake-up call, even for me. It was like I never thought the government could do that, but the government could dictate to you whether or not you're going to be in business, whether or not you could run your business. They're going to tell you to shut it down. If you don't shut it down, they're going to come padlock it. They're going to come kick you out, as they've done. You've seen it all over the country. And I said to Adam, I said, you know, imagine if the government came along and said, coaching as of tomorrow is illegal. Can't coach anymore. All of us are out of business. Got nothing that we can do about it. We have no choice in the matter, right? We're done. We can't sell coaching. We can't perform coaching over the phone. We can't, you know, all of it shut down. They can do that. So what really sparked me was I can't sit back and do nothing. What do I have? I have my voice. I have an audience. I have websites. I have a large social media following. I can, I can get the message out. I can have this conversation. Is everyone listening to me? No. Some people have tuned me out and said, I'm not listening to this anymore. Didn't matter to me because the truth of the matter is if we don't deal with this problem, business as usual no longer exists. That's the way I saw it. I still see it that way. However, things looking are looking better because I've started to put pieces of the puzzle together a little bit in a way that I hadn't done before. And I'll share that with you in a moment. But I want you to think about everything that's gone on understanding that it's all connected. Each one is another piece of the puzzle that makes a big pie, if you will. And, and you know, they're all, uh, you know, it's all part of the bigger picture. And, and you take any one of them out, really doesn't have any impact, right? So if you take the, the COVID virus out, which is pretty much gone now, I think people are recognizing it's like, I haven't, I haven't heard any case numbers in, uh, you know, two months at least. What are the case numbers? Who knows, right? We looked at the tests. We know the tests aren't real anyway. They're, they're giving false positives left, right, and center. So we had nothing that we could believe there, but it was a, was a big story that they blew out of proportion. And you think about it, and you say, okay, so now we're starting to see the vaccine injured, and that number is growing daily. <clears throat> now, it's getting to a point where they can no longer hide it, right? It went, at first, it was like, everyone's getting the vaccine, everyone's getting the vaccine, and no, nothing's happening. Don't look over here, nothing's happening, everything's fine. And now we're starting to see a friend of mine who posted on Facebook the other day, he said, hey, if you know anybody who's gotten the vaccine has been injured by it, you're doing a disservice by not sharing it, share it in the post below. And the post blew up and there was people after sharing my uncle, my grandmother, my cousin, my uncle, my brother, my husband. And it was just like all the things that have happened. It's not going to be hidden for much longer. So, okay, all of this is going on. And now you say, okay, I want to look forward a little bit. I want to see what's going to happen next. Here's what I think is going to happen. The election fraud is coming up. They are not announcing anything more in Arizona because it, the, the, uh, the situation there is dire. It is massive, the fraud. It is, it is crazy. And then when they announce it, that's going to be a bombshell. Boom. So what happens with the election stuff? All of a sudden, that falls apart. That whole narrative that Biden won by more votes than any president in history, although nobody ever shows up for his rallies. And when he posts a video on YouTube, nobody watches it. And he gets more thumbs down by a factor of 10 than he gets thumbs up. But he's the most popular president in history. No one's buying the narrative anymore, right? <clears throat> the media can push it all they want. I think there's enough of us now that know BS not happening. Okay, so that domino falls. 
And then you say, okay, so the vaccine stuff, more and more people are waking up. They can't get more people to show up to get vaccines because more and more people are awake now and aware that uh, this isn't a traditional vaccine. This is a therapy. This is something very different. And uh, it's not safe. That is going to fall. That domino starts to fall. And then I thought about it and I said, what if, what if this whole government gets flipped over again, right? We get rid of all the corruption in the government. We clean house. We find out through all these uh, audits and everything who was involved, who is benefiting, and all those people get wiped out. What's the government look like? Well, it's a chance to clean it all up and make it brand new again, isn't it? It's a chance, for instance, to get rid of income tax once and for all. Income tax, by the way, you can clearly see the government has no interest or no need for the income tax because they can borrow as much money as they want, right? They're writing trillion-dollar bills, money we don't even have. Income tax really doesn't do anything. It doesn't even pay the interest on those loans. What if income tax was wiped out? I started to think, I said, it's pretty cool. Now, what if enough people realize that Big Pharma is not on your side, is not interested in your health, they're interested in money? And the reason they put these vaccines out wasn't for your health, it was for the money. What happens to Big Pharma? We no longer, we've lost trust in it. I think as a population, we've lost tremendous trust in Big Pharma. A huge amount of trust is gone now. They, they've broken the covenant that we had uh, where we looked at our doctors and said, these guys are the geniuses, and they're really not, right? They, they're professionals at you know, diagnosing and prescribing, and they have to do it within a small window, typically 7 to 15 minutes, They've got to figure out, you know, what drug matches the symptoms you're coming in with. That's all they can do. That's the way the system's set up. It's set up to, you have this problem, take this drug. You have this problem, here's your prescription. Then you go to the pharmacy, you get it filled. That's, that's our modern medicine. So I thought, what if the FDA falls apart? Because now all of this information's coming out. Look at Fauci. Look at, you know, he's, everyone thought, oh, he was the, the smartest guy ever. Falling apart. Oh, narrative's falling apart. The whole idea of masks, which I've been talking about since March of 2020, they don't work. You know, you can't stop a viron that is only 0.8 microns across with a mask that stops something four microns and larger. Meant to stop bacteria, not viruses. Viruses are much too small. They go right through the mask like it didn't even exist. Worse, the mask acts like a filter. And as you're breathing it, all the virons are sticking to the mask. Those that aren't getting through in every breath, you're getting more and more and more. When if you were to walk by somebody who was infected, you would have just walked through the plume and it would have been maybe a half a breath or a breath that you would have gotten some. But when it sticks to the mask, it just amplifies uh, your chances of getting it. Common sense, right? This isn't science-based. This isn't, I mean, it's, of course, it's proven by science, but I mean, it, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out it's common sense. So I thought, well, what if the FDA now gets disbanded? Because the FDA really is made up of people who come from the pharmaceutical industry. Huh, interesting. They're there, then they're there, then they're back in the pharmaceutical industry after they retire from the FDA. It's, it's, it's an industry policing itself. It really wasn't the way it was ever designed to be. It was designed to be that there was supposed to be a governmental body that was overseeing the pharmaceutical industry. And I thought, well, what if it goes away? What if that whole thing is gone, Big Pharma is, is broken up, the, the, the four or five largest of, the, of the, the Big Pharma companies are broken up, and all of a sudden, all the things that they've been hiding from us. Now, this may surprise some of you, but they've been hiding the cure for cancer for at least 30 years. You might say, what? Yeah, they've had the cure for cancer for 30 years or more. They will not release it because there's no money in it. The doctors that find it or get close to finding it, all of a sudden they jump off buildings and they suicide themselves. Strange. It was more than 100 a couple of years ago. 
that had done that in, in a year because all of a sudden they were starting to find these answers and finding, you know, they were able to cure uh, people of cancer. I know some of these doctors who don't practice and don't ever talk about it for fear of retribution. What if that goes away? What if those companies are gone now and the money is taken out of it? Chemotherapy, by the way, is a joke. It's absolute joke. You know what the cure rate of chemotherapy is? It's 3%. You have a 97% chance of dying when you're on chemotherapy. 97%. It's 3% of it you'll get cured of cancer. And it may not even be the chemotherapy that's doing it. It's just a horrible therapy. And look at the, the pain and suffering that people go through. You don't have to do that. We know that there are solutions to cancer. The same thought of big, thinking about this, I started to think about it, and I started to put this picture out there, and I said, well, then if Big Pharma gets disbanded, if FDA gets disbanded, then our food supply has an opportunity to get cleaned up as well. There's all kinds of chemical additives in our food, all kinds of things we should not be ingesting. Aspartame is one, right? The reason aspartame's on the market, get this, because there, it was in already 5,000 different products when they went to the FDA to try to get approval. And the FDA was hesitant about approving it, but they said, look, we've got 5,000 products on there. It'll cost millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to these companies that have these products on the market. So the FDA signed off on it and said, okay, it's good. It's not good. It causes brain tumors. Very bad for you. But it's out there. So I'm thinking, well, if the FDA is gone, maybe our food supply can get cleaned up. We can get these 5,000 plus chemicals that are going into our food Nobody knows, you know, the effects on them. Nobody knows if they're good or bad for you. They're mostly bad, I'm sure. The body wasn't meant to ingest chemicals. What if that goes away? And then I went a little bit further. What if there's no income tax? What if there's, you know, and you start painting this new picture. Now, law of attraction, right? Want to focus on what you want. Am I saying it's going to happen? No, I don't know if it's going to happen. The potential is there. When the house of cards collapses, and we're sort of seeing that's beginning to happen now, and that's going to pick up over the next few weeks, you're going to start to see more and more of it. When that collapses, what's the vision? What are we going to build next? We're going to rebuild it the same way? We could, but why would we? Why wouldn't we have a new way of looking at things and get all the corruption out of there? And by the way, it's not just this country. Look at Israel. The election was stolen there. Look at Peru. Election was stolen there. This is happening all over the place. All over the place. The same things are happening. The same players, the same machines, the same systems, the same companies are involved everywhere. So when you think, like, why isn't anything happening? Because it's global. It's huge. It's humongous. There's a lot going on that we don't know about and we're going to start to hear about shortly. I believe there'll be more and more. I mean, it's been popping the past few weeks anyway. Uh, it's not yet made its way into mainstream media except the Fauci stuff. Fauci email leaks and stuff kind of made it in mainstream media, but they kind of buried it pretty quickly because he was their hero for the past year and a half. Now all of a sudden you realize he's complicit. He's been hiding the truth. He's been you know, a spokesperson for Big Pharma to promote the vaccines. So as we go forward here and we start to look at what's possible, we get an opportunity to really look at society and saying, how do we want it to be better? How do we want it to be better for everybody? You know, think about no income tax. Imagine you made $1,000, you got your, your paycheck and you actually got $1,000 and you didn't get 600 and all that money goes over to the government. What if, what if that wasn't the case? Would you be happier? Well, yeah, you get what you, you earn what you actually, you know, you get to keep what you actually earn. That'd be kind of cool. What if, you know, you went to a doctor and a doctor was able to sit down with you and say, you know, what have you been eating? Well, you know, I eat pretzels and, and uh, Coca-Cola. Well, stop doing that. That's causing this problem. 
change your diet, do this, do this. What? Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't walk out with a prescription. I walked out with a, with a recommendation on how to fix the problem at its root. So more of us could be healthy. What if some of those products weren't even on the market anymore? The most damaging ones. Think about cigarettes, right? Cigarettes used to be advertised everywhere. What happened to that big thing? Now, eventually, uh, they got sued by enough people, and they had to spend money letting you know how dangerous cigarettes were. Wow, what a flip that was, right? And they did. For many years, they put ads out and telling you that smoking is dangerous. Smoking is dangerous. And their market share, drop, 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 drop. You don't hear anything from the, the big tobacco uh, companies anymore. They're, they're tiny compared to what they used to be, uh, like in the 70s and 80s, when you know, they were advertising everywhere. Remember the Marlboro Man, right? It's like, I met the photographer that used to shoot those commercials, by the way. Incredible guy, but a guy digress. It's just, it's just really interesting to see how these things change. Somebody said to me, Rob, you know, big pharma is too big, it can't fail. And I reminded them that the Roman Empire was once even bigger. Where is it today? Gone, right? All of them. Everything changes. Everything changes. And I think we're on the, we're on the, the path now to see a lot of these changes happen. What if big tech wasn't censoring anymore? Wow. What if school boards were gone and people were actually taught practical skills that would make them a productive member of society rather than being taught, you know, critical race theory, for instance? Why? Why couldn't that be the case? So I've started this little campaign among my clients and stuff, and I said, okay, let's start picturing the way we want it to be. And let's start working on that. Let's stop pushing against what we don't want. We know it's all corrupt. We know, you know, it's, it's all garbage. It's all fake. We know the media is not on our side. The media is part of the problem. We know big pharma is not caring about your health. They're caring about their wallets, right? We know that. So what do we want instead? Who do you want to support? Who, where do we want to put our money? Where do we want to put our resources? Where do we want to put our attention so that we can boost up the things we want and ignore that which we don't want so it eventually fades away? So I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to start focusing there. We're going to start paying more attention to that because it's going to make a bigger difference for all of us. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, you're feeling a little bit excited too. I want you to follow me on uh, PolyHealth on Telegram if you're on Telegram at all. PolyHealth, Politics and Health. I'm posting some of the better stuff that I'm finding on there. Uh, we post two, three times, four times a day. Uh, not a ton of uh, content, but the good stuff, right? After the stuff that's vetted, looked at, and uh, you know, you don't have to search 50 places. You can go right there. Telegram's free. Go get a Telegram account. And if you want to follow Coach's Corner, I have another page there. And uh, Coach's Corner, t.me slash Coach's Corner. And uh, you can follow there. And I post the episodes once they're ready. Uh, I'll post them on Coach's Corner for you so you can find it there. If you want to email me, my email address is the same as it always has been, robert at ultimatewealth.com. Reach out, share your comments, share your criticisms, your applause, your, your appreciation, whatever it is you want to share with me. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if this has been valuable to you and you uh, like it, uh, I would appreciate you share it with your friends and followers. And I look forward to doing it again real soon. Thank you so much for watching. Talk to you soon.